Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hello, it's Ivan here, founder of Reclaim Unit Throne and your host here on the Walking with the Archetypes podcast. It's a crisp morning here outside of Stockholm. And uh, the uh, the first nights of frost have, I think, just, just flirted with us. There's uh, been an indication that we've been down to minus one degree Celsius. So uh, I'm... Planning on uh, harvesting some of our rowan berries. We have two rowan berry trees close to our home, and been looking at the the redness outside of our kitchen window for a while, thinking, "Hey, it's time to create some rowan berry jelly." Now with hunting coming up and all kinds of delicious dinners we've had lately, that nice taste of rowan berry jelly is something that I've missed, and uh, I haven't made it myself before oh wow here are the deer again oh my god i'm so privileged to live here there's literally seven deer fellow deer you know if if it was legal to hunt here i could have dinners every day (laughs) They're, they're beautiful animals man beautiful One of the things that is unexpected about getting into hunting, I haven't actually been on my first hunt yet, but I'm still learning, I'm still getting qualified to do this, um, is is the feeling of getting more intimate with nature, of actually having more love for animals. I now, oh my God, oh my God. I think there's literally like a dozen and there's several male stags here with big antlers and they're looking at me right now. This is the most magnificent herd that I've seen here so far. Okay, I'm having a moment. <laughs> My heart is literally bursting wide open as these two magnificent stags are looking straight at me probably feeling some level of protective instinct. Funny how 12 fairly large animals are afraid of me. But there you go. Uh, Wow, that was a hell of a start. Incredible. Incredible. And as they're running over the hills here, I'm uh, excited today to... Yeah, take you on a another exploration of the nice guy, the white knight, whatever names that you want to use for this guy. Many of you are him. I have been him. And I was on a podcast earlier this week where we had such an impassioned, juicy, powerful conversation about the price that we as men pay for being disconnected with our bodies and our instinct. 
because we're trying so hard to be uh, well-behaved or proper or polite or nice to women and children and all of these so-called virtuous things, which eventually leads people, leads men, to losing their shit. Not as a rule, but it puts us at risk of doing that. And when you think of a lot of these uh, high school shootout massacre dudes, they're typically men, boys, that have been trying so hard to be well-behaved, so hard to be sweet and nice, nice to the women. Like, remember Elliot Rogers. Remember him. He was just so upset that the women didn't like him, even though he was a true gentleman. And then he went and shot up some people. So you know by now that we don't shy away from the difficult conversations on this podcast. And this is the conversation that we're going to dive in today. Because when we as men really reclaim our instincts, our body our connection to ourselves and our emotions, we become safe. To ourselves, to people, women, children, we become safe. And this is the goal, to be mature with our power. And with this typical dissociative, hyper-intellectualizing, sort of academic mindset that's so common these days, we just don't have contact with ourselves anymore. And the price we're paying is horrific. If you truly understand it, it is horrific. I will keep going back to this point. And today I'm going to record this podcast sitting in front of a computer live, broadcasting to both Facebook and YouTube. And um, we'll be shifting to that now. Let's dive in. So we're going to be talking today about the topic of how a nice guy, a nice man can move from his mind to his body. This is a long journey for many of us. And it's been a long journey in my life. And as I work with the men who come to reclaim me in the throne, I see again and again how the mind for us men, I think for women as well, but I think it's particularly pronounced for us as men. We're analytical, we're making maps, we're wanting to understand things, make order out of chaos, all that stuff. We feel safe there. We feel safe in the mind. But it isn't safe in the mind. And this is something that we need to start looking at. We're not actually succeeding with our strategy of being safe when we're in the mind. What happens when we as men spend our whole lives just sheltered in some high tower far away from the people, trying to analyze, trying to make sense of it. And when everything has been mapped out perfectly, we can come down and we can relate. When, when that becomes some kind of go-to strategy for us, and it is for many of us, to greater or lesser degrees, we actually become completely oblivious to what lives further down in the basement of our being. And so here we are being nice. We have a lot of 
ideas as men of how we should be these days, because the mind has taken front seat in our culture. We don't give much attention to the body, to embodiment. So we've been trained to be up there, to be in that dissociative place and to become oblivious to the deeper simmerings deep in our psyche. This is the predicament of a nice guy. This is also the predicament of a white knight. White knight being that mythical figure of that shiny armor guy being on the white horse, riding to save the princess, the damsel from the dragon. I love speaking about these things because it is the most pressing point in terms of masculine evolution in our culture. When I shelter myself within the confines of my mind, my body becomes a transportation, a vehicle for the brain, essentially. And the kind of academic, dissociative, intellectual man that so many of us have become, we come to live as a split being. We have the mind and then we have the body and we spend 99% in the first and 1% in the latter. Why did it become this way? Why have we as a culture become increasingly dissociated from our bodies? It's important to look at this. Obviously, industrial revolution took us away from nature, away from the fields, away from the elements. That was one step away from connection with our bodies. But more and more, our economy, our infrastructure has moved towards the subtler realms, the information economy, the the, the virtual worlds, they're increasingly abstract. And, and somehow these worlds are very compelling to men. I think it is because we can dive deep into narratives of heroism and of good and evil without actually putting our ass on the line. But that's a story that I will spend time on on another day. As we enter the 20th century, the women's liberation movement really, really starts to get a lot of traction. And for good reason, it was necessary. But what is it that the women bring in? Is it femininity? No. Feminism was never about femininity. Feminism was always about giving women access to masculinity in the public sphere. So the women's liberation movement was and largely still is a movement of training women how to be masculine. And as a result, women become resentful, ill, burn out and really don't feel at home in my heart like as a, as a woman and, and that kind of thing. Right. And, and so here is the man who's just watching this happen throughout the 20th century. And it seems important what the women are doing. I support it. Yay, you know, democracy and women's rights and voting and all of these things, equal pay for equal work, important stuff. But did we notice that actually men and women now started to fight over who could be masculine? Did we notice that the women actually seem to get increasingly dissatisfied and unhappy the more and the deeper they got into this dissociative idea about what it 
what it means to be a liberated woman. This was a development that was run largely by academics, sat in their offices, disconnected from the world under LED lighting, not being out in the woods, not being with the animals, sitting there in this sheltered space, in this contracted little space, and here I'm going to liberate the world. I'm going to liberate women from this contracted little masculine cell that I'm sat in. Where every part of my attention goes to the neurons firing in my brain. I can create a map. I can create an ideology that will liberate everyone. Did that work? No, it didn't. We became so far dissociated from our bodies, women and men both, that we came to see the body more or less as an enemy. Anything that happened in the body, like limitation, I need to rest. The mind is like, no, you don't need to rest. No, you don't need that. This disconnect has been huge. It's been huge. And then the women have become resentful because they're not at home in their bodies. And they're also resentful that the men who haven't really understood what is going on, because we've just been watching as the women have been leading the cultural evolution. We're sat there like, what the hell? I'm just trying to be a good man. I'm just trying to do things right. And the women don't like it. Why don't they like that? I'm a nice man, a gentleman, all of these things. So, it was, so this is where we as men are right now. And it's not to blame the women, it's to blame us. It's to take responsibility for what we have allowed to happen. It is that we have been so dissociated from the primal instincts deep in our body. Power, sexuality, territorialism, all of these things standing for truth, being strong, protecting, providing. We come to associate that with something that's toxic. And so many men walk around in the world thinking that whatever fire that I feel deep in my being is some sort of echo of millennia of oppression. And so I need to shut it down. And so the mind says, ooh, I'm feeling something in my body. It's bad. I probably shouldn't listen. I probably shouldn't trust it. I probably shouldn't trust it. And so the split is complete. And the men, us, trying as best we can to provide all of the things that seem to be right and noble and just and virtuous to women and children, even to each other, to ourselves, we try but all of those instincts, all of those deep primal emotions that we have now deemed toxic, they simmer down below. And we're disconnected from it. And so we don't even know that this is our life that we have left behind. This is our power. This is our dignity. To walk through the world unafraid. We have left that behind. Now instead, we need to monitor our speech and do everything correct so that we're not labeled toxic. It's a cultural evolution that went too far. And after the break, we're going to be exploring how this can be rectified and how men, you can reclaim this so that you can become safe. 
And not only will you experience an increased level of happiness, grounding sense of peace and belonging to the world in your own life, but you will find that other people feel safer with you as well. And that goes for women too. Because when you have a safe connection to the fires that burn deep inside of you as a man, you cannot get to the place that you start abusing that in a chaotic and violent way because you're watching it and women can feel that. So join me again after the break when we will continue this exploration. I have some great news. The ritual magic of Seeds of Sanctuary that allows you to collapse the dystopian timeline and start feeding and magnetizing a whole new timeline for yourself and your loved ones. Well, that's about to be made available as a downloadable experience that you can enjoy in your own home. So this upcoming week, the transformational juju will be available to you on innerthroneacademy.com. And next week, I will give you information on how you can access this for yourself. Now let's return to the show. So welcome back. I'm glad to have you here with me still. And um, I'm sure you agree that this topic that we are exploring today is crucially important. And to just drive it home in a way that I must admit I've driven home quite a lot of times already, but that I can never drive home enough times that the people that become violent, destructive, the people that shoot up schools and so on and so forth, they are the guys that tried to be good, to not kick up too much of a fuss, to be hiding in my mind and to forget that I have all of these emotions, this cauldron of resentment that people have been stepping on my boundaries, that I haven't really found the life that I want to live, I don't feel seen, all of these things that can be so common for young men especially. And then we see somebody like Elliot Roger, this perfect gentleman, why don't the women see how much of a gentleman I am? You know, being so nice and nobody likes me. They always go with the, the bad guys. Why don't they see how refined and wonderful I am? Who goes and shoot up the school? That guy. The guy that was hiding in his mind. Doing all kinds of dissociative, meandering, monkey mind journeys around his head to rationalize that he's actually much better than the world seems to indicate that he is. As a man, you should know what I'm talking about. Because for us, mastery, knowing what we're about, knowing our craft, contributing, serving, and somehow being recognized for doing so is crucial for us as men. And when men don't experience it because they live in fantasy worlds, they have to build alternate realities. That's where the computer games come in, but it's also where these big shootings come in. It's a compensation for feeling worthless. So now I've driven it home. You don't want to contribute to that 
as a man. Rather, what you want, what I want, what we want as men, is to start to bless each other's power. To start to bless each other's power. And how do we do that? And how can I do that for myself? This is the journey from the mind to the body. This is where it comes in. And it involves, in my framework, really facing all of that red primal energy that lives deep inside of you. It means to actually say no when you mean no. It means to say that that wasn't okay for me when it actually wasn't okay for me. And it means to get away for the resentment, the violence, the aggression that lives deep inside to move. I see so many men online and, and Facebook dialogues that clearly haven't done this work. Clearly haven't done this work. And so there is this sense of being dissociated from actually a true meeting, a true relationship. And so we're creating each other as these stereotypes that fit with the narrative that I run in my mind that actually make me feel safe, that gets me away from feeling my body yet another day. But here is the truth. Rather than doing all of this, waving our data cocks around, like my data is more true than your data, the truth is I'm just wanting to dominate you right now. I'm angry as fuck right now. Because I see, you see what you're saying, it's just bullshit. It's bullshit. I fucking hate it. And when you see men not have access to this, and you may be one of them, this is, this is the kind of man that stays stuck in his mind. The invitation now is for you to come down and to admit that you're angry and to admit that you do want to dominate at times and to admit that, yeah, you want to wield your power and to admit that, yeah, you want to take, you want to take things, whether it's sexually, I mean, obviously not in that violent, I mean, if that's even in you, it's possible. Don't, don't shut it down. Acknowledge that that is part of your being. Give it space so that it can alchemize. This is one of the things that we do in Reclaiming the Throne, taking even the most violent instincts and giving it a place so as to be seen and to be welcomed home and to be alchemized as life force. But you have to face it. It's controversial, but you have to face it. You have to face it. Because if you don't, you can become Elliot Roger. It's true. Why? Do we see more and more gun violence when we are more and more trying to put the lid on men's aggression in our culture? Why? Tell me. It's because putting a lid on our aggression as men doesn't lead to less violence, but to more. To more. Which is to say that when we're fighting toxic masculinity in our culture, 
we are creating it. If you're trying to be a good man, a nice man, you are propagating toxic masculinity. It's true. You're supporting and abetting chaotic, unbridled aggression, violence. So feel that now. Feel it. It's true what I'm saying, and you know it. Feel it in your body. Feel how your attempts to be nice are making you less so. Feel it. This was my life. Maybe it's your life. Breathe into it. Into your cock and balls, into your ass. Breathe into your belly. This is like stepping down from the tower of dissociation. Breathe down. This is embodiment. I'm actually telling you to do it. If you're listening or if you're watching. And you can own now. Yeah. I have a desire to dominate. Yeah. I have a desire to ravish, to take, to conquer. It's taboo, but it's true. So why not be truthful? When you become truthful, when you become truthful, you will embody. Because it's the lie that creates dissociation. Truth is not just about a mental understanding. Truth requires embodiment. So feel it. The red, the red night that most men are running away from like a monster in a nightmare thinking that is going to burn your life to the ground. And if you don't turn around and face it, maybe one day it will. So that is the story of how to move from your mind to your body. Breathe yourself down. You, of course, you can take on martial arts any sort of anger release, but the breath, breathing your way down into your belly, solar plexus, you know, the cock balls and ass, to just energize that part of your being. You know, it's surprising how scary that can be to so many of us. It's surprising. Because down there, you live something that we can't control with our mind. And we have to surrender to whatever lives down there, whatever monsters we have been running away from, whatever red fires we've been running away from. But it is the encounter that awaits us between here and becoming a man who's safe with his power, who's sovereign. And that is a journey that we all desperately need to take now because there's a hell of a lot that's going on in this world that wouldn't be happening if men were actually embodying their power dropping from their mind to their body. Would there be a totalian development in the world if that was happening? No, it wouldn't be. So this is the work of our generation. And may we take it on.
may we take it on. And I thank you for listening in. And it's time now to return to nature. So I hope you enjoyed this exploration of a nice guy's journey from the mind to the body. As you can understand by now, there's a lot that is involved here. Facing our darkness, getting comfortable with taking a stand, with fighting for something, confronting people, not playing the manipulative social scheming game that is more connected to the immature feminine. When we as men end up there, we lose our dignity. This is not our energetics. It is not our nature to go there. Now, we need to embody. We need to get comfortable with the truth that lives deeper down to the base of our body where the instincts, the, the sex, the power, the uh, territorialism, where all of these things live and we become safe. Sun shining straight in my face now. It's not exactly warm, but it's, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm up on that hill where I so often am, just taking in the panoramic view of the ocean. Maybe, uh, just take a moment with me. Just dropping in with yourself. Slowing down. Being with your breath. And just feel how this episode impacted you. Are there things that you need to integrate, that you need to face? Is it time that you face your true nature, realizing that being stuck in your head trying to get it right is not natural? That is the way of the machine. Binary equations, right and wrong, now. That's not the way of nature. That's not the way of you. So as I walk down here, I uh, wish you a beautiful weekend. Thank you for joining in. Yet another episode of Walking with the Archetypes. And um, I wish you some lovely experiences this weekend and maybe just maybe you will take some time with yourself to go deeper maybe even journaling about the things that live deep inside of your being that it's time for you to reclaim have a great weekend and i'll speak with you next friday Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. 
And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.